Hey, it's Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, what's up, podcast peeps? I hope everybody's having an amazing weekend. This is a special Saturday segment I'm going to put out, and I want to talk about failure. Failure, success, how we learn from failure, how we learn from success, and maybe a little different twist on which of those might be better and how we might want to blow up some of the conventional thinking on that. And I want to talk about some of the things that uh, I'm going to be adding some segments to the tribal event. This every year is different. This is the second annual one and I'm going to add some uh, increased uh, segments at this one that I'm going to mention here on the podcast because, and some of you listening are going to be the real super achievers on here are going to be with me in about three weeks at that. Uh, but even you guys who aren't, I, I think there are some issues here that you're going to want to be aware of and you need to be thinking about for your own career or your own business. Um, here's where I think I'd begin is maybe the most valuable resource that you can offer yourself is your attention, right? We just, we're in the middle of oxygen and air and we breathe and we don't think about it. And maybe when you're swimming, you're not even uh, thinking about the water, but in your work, you're going through your attention. Attention is the platform that you use for achievement. And um, when, when you say, well, I, you know, I don't have enough time, that's not really true. What you're saying is, I don't have enough attention to delegate to that. So we know that you're gonna do your most amazing work when you give it your full attention. And we also know that almost everybody and everything around you is going to try to steal that attention from you. So let's kind of put that as the premise to protect your attention. Uh, limits are bad. I don't want you to set limits for yourself, but boundaries are good. And I'm thinking about making that a podcast next week just on that subject. Um, but in the context we're talking about now, some, sometimes you have to put boundaries out there to protect your attention. So now that we're, let's operate on this premise that you're being mindful about your attention. Let's devote your attention to failure and success. Because there's so much, there's so many tropes and memes and platitudes about failing early, failing often, uh, and it's almost like they're, and it's not like really, it's not even almost, there actually are a lot of, you know, call them gurus or whatever you want to call them, who are, who are really preaching that in a big way, fail early and fail often. And I'm not buying into that. I'm, you know, we've talked about this in past shows, you know if you follow my blog, I believe if, you, if you've gone, you're 35, 45 years old and you haven't had a major failure, then I don't think you're playing all out. 
I don't think you're taking chances. I think you're playing it safe. I think you're playing not to lose instead of playing to win. And think about the, the episode we talked about last week where I analyzed the, the ultra high level achievers, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, Oprah Winfrey, and talked about their risk to reward ratio and how they're willing, at, whereas most people at a higher level of success, they reduce their risk because now they have more to, to lose. Or when you're just starting off and you're broke and you don't have any success, right? You have nothing to lose. That's the most dangerous opponent you could ever have in sports, in war, in business, in any context. The most dangerous opponent is the one who has nothing to lose. Um, and that's how you can see things like Uber or Airbnb disrupt a market. Because when they began, they didn't have anything to lose. There was no market. They didn't own any market share. They didn't have any cash in the bank. They had an idea. Um, so you got to be willing to fail, and you don't want to lose that as you get more successful. But let's not be stupid about this, right? Uh, you know, I just the idea that you have to fail as a prerequisite to success. I don't think that's really concrete logic. I will say that very often people fail and that's a prerequisite of success and I could tout many of my successes to the fact that I was willing to go through failures uh, and that's great and there's fine and there's a place for that. Um, but let's, and I do think for certain personality types like me, <laughs> I learn more from my failures than I do my successes, just because my I'm much more introspective after my failures. I'm much more analytical, looking for what did I do that I should have done different? How could I modify, change that? If I had to do it over, how would I do it different? What would increase the likelihood of success? All of those kind of things. Whereas when we have a pretty good success, we don't necessarily analyze that to the degree that we do when we fail. And so your kind of homework for the week is, I'd like you to consider a change in that ratio because that's just something I'm looking at in my own life right now is, hey, maybe I should spend more time deliberating, analyzing, unpacking, breaking down my successes because we can learn a great deal from success and it's, it is possible to say, and even probable to say that we could learn more from success than we do from failure if we change around our thinking about that. So that's your homework for this week. Um, spend some time over the weekend and, and suss that out a little bit. Uh, now those things that I'm gonna talk about at the tribal event that I think you should be looking at, um, here's the, the segments I've added or added emphasis to. And for you guys who aren't familiar, you can get the details at tribalevent.com is the real long copy total explanation of the site. Uh, and Tribal 2019 is the, the millennial version, <laughs> the attention deficit disorder version of the site. So pick whichever one of those. Uh, but it's a site for, it's an event rather for authors, speakers, coaches, thought leaders, political leaders, 
people who run nonprofits, people who really want to change the world. And so we're doing segments on how to write a book, how to craft a speech, how to do public seminars, how to get booked for keynote seminars, um, how to be a coach, how to be a consultant, how to develop products, digital products, all those kind of things. Um, so the specifics that I'm kind of jacking up more this year are segments on first, what we're experiencing together right now. <laughs> podcasting. I just think this is going to be a huge growth avenue for influencers. And that's who I would, all those people that, that come to tribal authors, coaches, consultants, speakers, I would describe them as influencers. Some of them are YouTubers, some of them are bloggers, some of them are political leaders. But at the, the essence, the DNA of everybody who's in that room with me in Las Vegas in a few weeks is their influencers. And I believe what we're doing here together, podcasting, this is going to be one of the huge growth sectors for influencers over the 2019 and 2020. Uh, and so we're going to do a big breakout on that, how you become a successful podcaster and really create the kind of relationship that you guys and I have on, on this podcast and growing it like this one is. And that's part of a bigger segment, which is just voice, 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 voice. I have spent uh, innumerable hours in the last few weeks uh, working with my programmer on a Alexa skill for the Amazon Echo devices. Uh, and I'm telling you, this is, it's just going to be huge. Uh, and there's 50 million Echoes out there right now. And I don't know how many thousands are being added a day. But everything is moving to voice, and, and one of the things you've got to understand is always you've got to be connecting direct to your customer. If you have anybody in the middle, whether it's a retail channel, whether it's an e-commerce channel, whether it's a speaker's bureau, whether it's someone who provides you leads, whether you're a franchisee, anytime you have somebody between you and your customer, anybody can steal your business away from you. And the biggest thing that separates people from their customers right now and lets other people get to your customers is the internet. And the internet is going to morph into voice because it will be all of these voice assistants and voice through the cell phone um, that is going to make the all search will change, communication will change, all of that is going to voice. So uh, I'm actually uh, setting aside $250,000 of my, myself that instead of investing in my normal investments I would make this year or sending it to my crack dealer, I'm investing in digital platforms for myself this year. And, and a biggest part of that is going to be voice. So I'll be talking about that. Uh, another segment I'm going to talk about is how to prepare for life after Facebook. And I think anybody who's in business today, anybody who's in marketing today, you, and I'm using Facebook as a, uh, generic term, you could really just say social media, but begin with Facebook, Instagram, the, the properties that Zuckerberg owns, which I think have the most corrupt business model and the most dysfunctional business model for entrepreneurs like us. And then the other thing we're going to really spend some time on is the role of personal branding. 
And you're going to see how that all ties together with your voice, having a sonic logo, how it ties together with the creating digital products, uh, how it you know ties together with preparing for life after social media, how it uh, relates to being direct to your customers with nobody in the middle who can steal them away from you. Uh, personal branding is going to really pay pay play a dynamic impact in the future for people who want to be successful entrepreneurs. So those are the, the new stuff I'm already working on for Tripos. For you guys who are coming to it, uh, I'll see you in three weeks in Vegas. It's going to be four days of thermal freaking nuclear creative chaos. And for the rest of you who aren't coming, do some thinking about those issues. Podcasting, voice, just voice platforms as a whole, preparing for life after social media, and the importance of personal branding, because I think those are all issues that are going to be relevant to you manifesting more prosperity in your life. All right, I got to run. I hope you're having a, an amazing weekend. I will talk to you guys soon. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, let people know what you think of the Power Prosperity podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.